This content is intended for adult cigar smokers age 21 and older. All right, Nick, good show. <laughs> okay. Uh, Greg's leaving to go take advantage of our brand new coupon code. Type in Long Ash all day Friday and Saturday, and you will receive 20% off your entire purchase. Some exclusions apply, but other than that, 20% off your entire purchase all day Friday and Saturday when you use the coupon code Long Ash. Nick, did you know I just got 20% off? Yes. Anyway, here we go. Cigar, cigar time, cigar talk in the cigar time podcast. <laughs> in the dentist office. Yeah. Um, how was your? Uh, you, you were gone last week. How was your? I trip? was gone. It was good. Yeah. It was a good trip. Was it relaxing? Somewhat. By the time you pack and get the kids settled and figured out with my parents, and then you get there and you unpack, and then I got to get rid of my seat. Unpacking. My, like, I have mean? a CPAP machine. I got my whole yeah. thing. Yeah. But massage was good. Dinner was good. Bed by ten. I watched. But that's, that's the vacation. I watched, I watched Thursday night football by myself. By yourself. Well, she was sleeping. Okay. You're just on the edge of a hotel bed, just yeah. like, this is amazing. And the bed was terrible. Really? Yeah. Sleep number, but like... That's good. It has like the, the things. I know. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. I was all excited because my wife's been dying to have one of these things. And we got on there, and it felt like a hospital bed with a balloon underneath. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't good. I remember I got the best sleep of my life for about a year. So I slept on a World War One bunk bed with my brother until... I was 18, and then I still slept in the bed, but we separated them, so there were like two regular right. beds. Like stepbrothers. It was, yeah, but it was about the size. Uh, it, was a, it was slightly smaller than like a dorm room bed. Okay. I have been this size for like a very long time. Sure. So I'm like, well, I can't sleep at night. Like I'm tossing a turn, and I'm, like, I'm falling off the thing. So her solution instead of getting me a new bed was uh, she got me one of those, the Tempur-Pedic cover. Like the, the right. thing. Right. Dude, there was a year in there. I slept like a Baby. I, I and actually, then I wore it out like because it gets right. you know you well, wore it out. I, I, the egg crate was the best in college. I actually wanted to bring that on my other bed, but it had duct tape on but it. See, but see, that's the thing is you can get like the egg crate one, but then, like the temper it was like it was a brand, it was, a good it was branded, one. so right. it was like it lasted right. a while. But like, I still wore it out. Right. But that was some amazing, amazing sleep. Now I, I sleep great. That's good because yeah, I have a big bed now. Not oh, big. Yeah. I have a double or whatever it is. What's a uh, full? Yeah, which okay. is you know enough for me. Down comforter or a yeah, regular and then I, oh, and then I just got. Uh, the, it's the Bed Bath and Beyond, and I got it was like the the, the sheets made just for them. So I went around because like a lot of the bags now at Bed Bath and Beyond they have like a lock Little, on them, right. so you can't, can't open it can't to feel them. it. I'm like I'm not gonna buy this bullshit and not know what it feels. So agree. you have to go around with the samples right. of the beds, right? And so you, you go little, and touch. It's like you got a handkerchief of sample. No, no, but like the, the, like the the beds that are actually laid out there with which in itself like what sheets these are, oh, like okay. the actual. So I had to go and like all right, and then you have to look on the thing. So I found one that was made just for Bed Bath and Beyond. It's like exclusive. Right. It's a private label. It wasn't like a Rachel Ray. No, no, and it no. was good. And it was uh, I got the comforter sheets with you know the two sheets with the thing it's with the thing. two pillowcases yep. and two pillows for like hundred ninety bucks. It's not got your twenty percent. That was the twenty percent. Okay. The lady, I remember, I go and I have the one twenty percent coupon, and she's like, "Do you not have another one?" I'm like, no, I got the one. She's like, "Well, you have all these other items." Right. Twenty percent. I'm no, like, I, I don't have one. She was like, like "We well, you have all the, you have like seventy dollars worth of items here that you can get." I'm like, "Lady, I don't know what you want me to do. I only got the one coupon." She's like, uh, so she rings me up, and then some other lady comes by after I was like, you know, get my credit card back, and she's like, oh, by the way, somebody left these extra, extra coupons. She's like, oh, take this to customer service down the hall and, and return it and right. return it. And yeah. I'm like, you really you want to give me my? Yeah, of course I did. Oh, it was like fifteen bucks I got oh, off. Yeah, absolutely, it was. that's three tens. But the blanket is because I toss and turn a lot. Yeah. But this blanket is so big and heavy that like it always stays on my back. That's good. It's good. Yeah, it really. That's is. fairly good. So as, we as good as this. Oh well, I, I, is it? I don't know. 
So we have a cool little thing we're doing today. Um, back to the actual Cigar Talk, Cigar Time Talk on the Cigar Time podcast. We should just call it Cigar Time. Cigar Time? What's the um, Cigar Time? We, uh, dear friend John Huber of Crown Heads sent me, and he's, he's put some Instagrams out about this, but you know, obviously no details. Um, he's, these are a new cigar that he's coming out with that he's dropping, I want to say, later on in the year, maybe December, maybe after that, but it, within the next few months. Um, and he wanted me to try him out. So I asked him, can I try him out on the podcast? He's like, yeah. But he gave me, there's no information. I don't know the blend. I don't know who makes them. I don't know the story. I know nothing. And that's people, there's people downstairs trying to break in right now uh, to find out absolutely. what we're smoking. And they got to wait. You got to wait until we How loud is it down there? All right, well, well, that's good. We're blocking it out. Um, We're like Dick Matumbo. No, no, no. Was he was he good when he played? I didn't watch yeah. basketball. He was good. Yeah, he was good. Um, so look at this. So we got a, we got a box pressed here, Toro size. I want to say it's about a about six inches. Kind of looks like the yellow rose, but without the tip. Without the torpedo, right? Yeah. So you have a a rounded out Parejo you, box press. Do you think it's uh, the ring size is smaller than the the yellow rose? I think it's a little thinner. A little thinner. Yellow rose a little bit, a little bit wider. Dark um, wrapper. Very dark, oily wrapper. It looks really good. That wrapper looks good. Wait. So let's see. This is when you get to do a cool review, and, and, and which, which I think I want to start doing some video, like, like kind of like what we do already, is you analyze a lot more of the cigar when you don't have a band on it. Agreed. Because you don't just look for like, oh, who makes this? Is the band flashing? You right. have to actually have to look at the details of the cigar. So that's what we're going to do today, guys. We're going to take you on a journey with us of an actual blind tape. Not like the fun ones where we like it's already a cigar ones. that we know. Cut well, this. Like, like we, yeah, the cigars that exist already. Right. This doesn't exist. This is a dream. This is, this is not reality. No. So we, got we are in the Matrix. Press. Just the, the, the pre-draw, like before I even cut it, the smell is definitely buttery. It smells buttery. Yeah, it does. Like I'm getting... I'm getting a little earth in there too, but definitely like buttery, which I, yeah. which I'm intrigued by. I'm very intrigued by. You know, uh, we should got little coffees. I do have coffee. Uh, you want to split? Would you put in my hand? I oh, <laughs> take a swig. You got one side, I got the give other. Me, give me a swig of coffee. Is All right, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, no. Sorry, I didn't have. So time. you're just drinking warm, warm bitter water, basically, because <laughs> it's not, it's room temperature warm bitter <laughs> water. That's literally right out of the yeah. little container that we have downstairs. How good our coffee is. Really? Yeah. Oh, you got to go use the uh, the boss's espresso machine. I know. All right, let's cut this bad boy. I'm using a Zycar cutter here. Ooh. Not, not Calibri? Cold, cold draw. Not Calibri. No. I gave him a whole episode to talk, and then he still has to start with this bullshit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to be mic'd. That's more work for me. The, wow. Then shush. No. <laughs> All right. I feel like I'm getting, I'm getting like a, I'm getting a little more leather and hay and and richness. Yes. I didn't like know there's there's a tobacco smell in there. Yeah. Now. Ooh, 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 got that nice little tingle. Did ooh. you? Whoa. What are you laughing about over there, boy? Sixty-five <laughs> year old reaction <laughs> to it. like I don't know. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh. big bang theories on. <laughs> 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 That's after uh, 21 shows of this, or 22. That was probably the funniest thing you said so far. Couldn't say it last week. It was just me and you, huh? Because I didn't get that reaction from you. I always act like I'm an old man. You're, e- you're either 65 or older or 20 and younger. Yeah. <laughs> there's no in between like, I, with I you. I really like candy, but, yes. so, but, but sometimes even the candy, like, like I, I love a Werther's original. 
Ugh, like when I got my Hello style. Fresh or whatever, yeah. it is, mm-hmm. and I, they gave you like free ones, and I'm like, but they gave you like these chewy ones. I'm like, just give me the. It's not that's not the original then. I want the Werther's original, so, uh, where you'll your break your teeth and you'll suck on it for like 20 hours. All right. I get a little like raisiny taste to it on the cold draw. It's like a raisiny sweetness a little bit. I'm excited to retrohale this now that I've been retrohaling again. Let's do a little. You like that little raisiny? You like that? So I'm getting better. What did you Google yesterday? <laughs> Raisins. What are other, the California raisins? Oh, no, the uh, raisinets. They, yeah, they, they, they were like a band. They were like a doo-wop group or something. The, or some kind of. Or, or maybe the raisinets. Yeah, yeah they were there. No, like, yeah, they were the California raisin. Were they like the like the cartoon ones? Remember? Right. Yeah. 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 They were like a yeah, jazz band yeah. or something. Uh, they sure. sang. They had sunglasses. I, am I? Am oh, I, in the commercial. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were saying it's like a real band, like a real no, band no, no, that no. went the touring. Cartoon, like in I the commercial, uh, yeah, yeah. like a jazz band. Mm-hmm. Also, you can definitely see like the different layers of tobacco in here. You see how it has like a darker outer layer. Like the, right. that binder is. Like, you can tell that binder is dark. Oh man, we're like we're like Sherlock Holmes. Watson. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I don't know. It's not my mistress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Yes. Hello. Let me cut you open. <laughs> got this for me? Please. Yes. Got this? Of course you got this. <laughs> All right. This, this is... God, everything what, just what is going on right now? What did you do? What kind of voodoo did you put uh, on this episode? I feel like we need to start drinking. So after this, Nick, so after you know, like trying a new cigar, you do, you smell the outside, cut it, smell the cut, because you get more a little... Fermenting, yeah, some, some and then free, free light aroma. Okay, I didn't know that either. Okay. Tell me, talk to me. I just did. <laughs> smells like smoke. Smells like Zycar. Smells like Zycar. High perfume. It's been <laughs> Thanks, John. I forgot your hat. Sorry. Mm. My daughter loves. Um, McGee's, uh, what is it, meat shop hat. My daughter oh, loves taking it out and just chewing on the brim. I'm like, come on, already? <laughs> so the wrapper, now if you look closely, it's hard to tell because it is very dark, but if you look closely, it's actually pretty toothy. Not as toothy as like a like a hard like a very very Cameroonish wrapper, but you definitely see the little bumps in there if you look really close. Yes, it's a very toothy, which I like. Mm. It looks rough. You know what it kind of little bit looks like the one seventy fifth, a little bit. Yeah, sim- sim- that's the two. Those are the yeah. tiny tiny little mm. bumps. So at this stage, what should I be? Looking for doing anything different than just smoking a regular cigar? Smoke it regular, because you smoke it a different way. When you smoke it regular, it might, you know. Okay. So just do your regular thing. Definitely rich. Espresso in there. Still tasting my coffee, so I gotta get that out. We'll do a little more. A little JBB? A little JBB. I started JBB, JBB this week. Like, actual, no, just BB <laughs> on Monday. How's it working? Uh, I think, what was it, a 21-minute workout? No, 28. I think about 14 minutes in, I pulled my groin. I, I said, well, show. I guess I'm done. You got to do it like the Bronx body first, and then you can go to the beach body. I, 
I need to do like the uh, Nolan Ryan forearm workouts first. You know, loosen up. I had a friend of mine in high school used to do that P ninety and college used to do that P ninety X shit. Dude got shredded for like a week, and then right. when he stopped doing it, he just got chubby again. Yep. Construction is good. Very, very nice open draw. Ash is white. No, there's a lot of things you got to take into account with a with a pre-release like this. Is they might not have been sitting as long as they right. want. You know, there might be a, f- a few issues here, so you got to give it a little leniency. But so far, this is actually this is very good. No yes, bad, no bad aftertaste. Nope. Do a little retro hail here. See what's going on. It's like a buttery raisin cream, which is sa- which is delicious, but sounds like a horrible right. ice cream flavor. Yeah. Buttery raisin cream. Something what Alex would do in his milkshake. Oh my god. What was that again? It was like black. It was a black blue, ras- cherry. blue raspberry with cake batter ice cream. Oh, I thought it was something just more disgusting. No. I thought it was like black That's cherry. Disgusting, isn't it? I thought it was like black cherry. No, it was blue. I thought it was like a maybe black raspberry. Black I think raspberry. it was a raspberry yeah. with cake batter milkshake. The raspberry tastes like raspberries. Very smooth. Very, spicy. Very I'm smooth. getting spice right now. Leather. The typical. <laughs> oh, where's my checklist here? It's got spice. I should put leather, a cue card of all. Nuts. <laughs> Taste the nut. Chris loves that one. Oh, just be louder down there. It's fine. Did you put, we put the sign up? No, we did not. I'll Goddamn put, sign. Do you want me to? No. Not People should they, just know not to shout in an office environment. Yeah, not that they obey it, though. No, actually, they, like I do notice it's quieter when the sign is up. Mm, this is very good. This is good. It's it's nice to be able to to review cigars like this. Um, I mean, a lot of guys say they do blind reviews, but you never know. But this is legit. Like you can ask John. He I just got these in a bag, and it just says on the bag it says new new. New, new. Got that new, new, son. Two, two underlines, so you know it's real. Um, but I also do appreciate that this is how Cigar Aficionado does have top 25. Really? Mm-hmm. Which so is ha- why you get some random ones in there where it'll be like, you know, a punch Grand Puro that came out like 10 years ago. Like, it was in, this, it was in all the stuff, and we smoked it, and we all thought it was amazing. So sometimes you guys have a good year on those older cigars. You know, the, the, the tobacco just hit right that year. So do they do the top 25 separate than what they do their reviews? So what do they That's do? A good like question. I don't know. I don't know for their regular like year. I would. I would. I would assume so. I think they probably do each one. They would have to do each one blind because I th- then they they pull their top twenty five from just the highest rated like the ones right. they already rated. They don't do a separate rating and go do it again. So I'm guessing they probably do all their reviews blind. That is like somebody just. There's probably a guy genius. in the office who's just like picks out random cigars. You know, he has all his information, gives it to the guys. They right. review it. You know, give it a rating, bring it back, and then it's like, oh, this is what you smoked. Because you get a lot of surprise ones in there. You get cigars that you, uh, you know, either you haven't heard of or you haven't heard of in years that just get you know, in a, a top 25 rating. Like I said, the, the punch, the CAO, um, the Ape Hanger, CAO. Uh, the, 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 oh, why can't I get the name of it? Not the, the Flathead. The 660. 660. Like, that's not something that people would expect to be like a top 25 in a right. year. You know, just just politics wise, but like they just probably reviewed it blind. Like this is amazing, and then they smart got the thing. Yeah, it is smart. I don't know if Half School does blind. No, they definitely don't do because they show you the right. pictures. 
They don't do I that. I also think it keeps them from being biased about brands. Yeah, absolutely. Now, there definitely is, like, Cigar Aficionado has had issues. Not, not bias, but putting the same things over. Like, I had a whole, I don't know if it was a podcast or what I did. Maybe it was one of my Q&As that I used to do. Uh, about the not this past year, the year before that's top twenty-five, where one, two, and three was a Padron and Oliva and a Fuente, and I'm like, guys, there's Bro. there's so many things out there. Like it's it just really again, and it just Bro. so happened that that year Fuente and uh, Carlos Fuente and um, the older Jorge Padron passed away, so I'm like, that might have something to do with it, but. Listen, I think the Oliva V and Oliva V Milanio is a phenomenal smoke, but I really think that list should be geared more towards new cigars. I, right. I just think so. I, I want right. to know, because like n- now everyone knows that the Padron 26 is amazing. Right. Like, we all know it. Keep doing it in what your, you th- in your what do you monthly think? reviews. When a, so when a new cigar comes out, so let's say, like, the 1964 came out, right? They should review it, put it in their top 25, and maybe in the next... What would you say? Three, five years can be reconsidered in the next top top twenty-five. I, I, I really think it should be. You know, Half wheel does like the consensus. It's. Re- I mean, there's some things from like a year or two. So the consensus that Half wheel does is they basically go to all the publications and all the YouTube people, right. whoever, whoever released the list that year. They write it all down and then they basically like average it out. Right. Like, all right, so this average out as a number one, the number two. Um, very few, t- like you know. The Sober Mesa will be on there, even though it's been out a couple years. But mostly that's new stuff. That's that stuff that's that's no more than three or four years old. Right. Like, very rarely do they have, like, oh, this came out in, like, 2005, gotcha. and here it is. Yeah, it should be new stuff. Yeah. It also, I mean, there's a, there's a, now you got to say there's a big turnout, you know, turnaround rate on cigars. It, there's not that many brands on the market right now that have, that exact brand has been on the market for 15 years, you know, usually – the exception of like some Altidus stuff, some general stuff, right. the Fuente Hemingway, but um, just yeah, because the, the, you 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 move it out, you know. Would you Tobacco's do they also change, do palettes change? Do they also do uh, limited releases in the top twenty-five? Uh, who cigar aficionado? Both half wheel and cigar aficionado. Cigar aficionado, I don't think so. With the okay. exception, like you know, they put like the the family, um, the Padron family editions. Right. Are technically like limited, but like you can get any cigar shop that has Padron will carry them, and they've been in a ton of times. But in terms, like they won't do regional ones, so like a Tennessee Waltz will never be okay. in there. Um, they, but uh, in the consensus last year, this was last year, the Numero Uno from Nicaragua was number one, and that cigar wasn't even available yet. Right, like it was only an event only cigar; you couldn't even buy it. I feel like there so. should be like the normal produced to everybody list, then a limited list. Limited edition list, like I mean, I mean, I see what you're saying, but I like to know like just what the best cigar is. But I don't know the the, the reason I think that politics play a part in it is listen, the, the Punch Grand Puro is, is a solid smoke, but to think that that thing's been on the market for ten years and then just like two years ago, all of a sudden it's in the top twenty five. Like oh, the crop was just really good that year on that particular yeah. thing. Like you know, that's why I think limited to new stuff because then the BS meter is better. Like, we were able to tell, like, all right, these are all the new things here. And there's plenty to do, dude. How many cigars came out this year? I mean, Altidus alone released, like, six. Right. But I also think companies change. And just because it's the same cigar doesn't mean that things were adjusted in the blending process, maybe, for that cigar. That maybe it No, and and that's that's 100% true. Um, Sometimes you have a crop that hits. Sometimes, like, oh, the same one didn't. When Camacho got bought out by Davidoff, you know, the... 
they were technically the same blends, but they definitely changed. There was right. a changing of them. Um, I just wanted to. I, I just know that it'll be a more level playing field. Because listen, no, nothing can go up against an Opus X. Like you just can't do it. Nothing can go up against a Padron Twenty Six or the Padron Eightieth. Like you just can't. Nothing right. can go up against an Oliva V Milano. So make it a more level playing field. Don't tell. I don't think Steve Saka. Maybe the Sober Mesa, but I don't think any of his cigars have been the top twenty-five for aficionado. Right. They have been in a, in a lot of half wheel ones. I think the consensus. I think all his cigars have been in the, in the consensus numerous times in the past few years. But I'm pretty sure. I, I might be missing one. Maybe the Sober Mesa got in there, or like the Micarita or something. But they're just not in there. Right. You're going to tell me he's not making some of the best cigars of the year? I think I saw Crown Heads got one once. I think it might have been a four kicks. Right. You know, like, like make room for it, because if you're comparing everything to those Mount Rushmore's, like you're never going to be able to make room, no, you know? Not at all. Um, the, the big one for me was, I believe it was last year. Maybe it was the year before. Within the past two years, the Wawense Maduro got number three. Okay. The Wawense Maduro got number three. And I remember that being a big deal for me. Right. Um, the year before that, the regular Wawense was like number 25. And then the uh, Crow Magnon or the Aquitaine was like number 16. Um, but like, y- you got to clear the playing field, man, for right. some younger people. I can't wait until we do our list or your oh, list. Yeah, yeah. No, you're going to help me out. But it's, it's like saying that every year to get into the whole, you know, to, to make the all-star team that year, it's like comparing, well, how good is he versus Babe Ruth? Well, like, he, Babe Ruth, he ain't playing no more. Right. You know, like... The, 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 it's the, a baseball thing. Well, the cigars are still on the right. market, but it's like, you gotta... You gotta, you gotta think, you, anything that has a huge following about its past or always does the hype of the past of how humans were and everything else, yeah. they're always going to measure whatever happens now to the past and that's what they do with baseball that's why if you notice with with football no one really cares about records because the game's changing everything's changing the, game's so a, much. the game has changed i feel like for for football the game has changed so much and players right. are just there's just so much better now yeah don't forget joe namath is in the hall of fame he has more interceptions than he has touchdowns there's only one reason why he's in the hall of fame for that one game yeah right but he, but you know, people are gonna say that about Eli Manning. Oh, it's because of the two Super Bowls. Eli Manning also has like the fifth most touchdowns, like the most games started, uh, the most like top ten for yards. Like the guy I, was a solid producer for a number of years, yeah. and he. But like Joe Namath really got in because of that one game, right? You know, these guys today kick ass. Drew Brees, I think, holds the record for like most touchdown passes, and the dude's still playing, right? You know, Brett Favre. The, the, the past twenty years, the game has changed because it's been. It's been harder to play within the rules. Well, people get faster. Yeah, things people get, get faster, you know, and, and then rules get changed. That's why there's a positions rep. change. Like, like what's an important position changes. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, it was like all about quarterbacks. Now look how big running backs are. They're very highly covered. It was the other way around. What? It used to be running backs used to be a big deal. If you notice really? in the draft, yeah, they don't draft running backs as high as they used to. Well, because of the injuries, people right. get injured because quicker. They're, they're saying that running backs are pretty much depleted after thirty. Really? Yeah. Well, look at Adrian Peterson. The guys. He's still doing okay for the for the Redskins, no, and he's no, he did all right. I watched that game. Which one? The one game that he had? I think he had thirty yards and one touchdown. Uh, and I was talking. Oh, John Holland. John just texted me. Wow. Verdict. Filming. Now. Um. What was OJ? Was he? A, was he a running back? He's a running back. Yeah. No, he's a murderer. Okay. Wow. Just maybe cut that part out. <laughs> He's right, but like I don't want to just him. <laughs> didn't he say? Didn't he put on Twitter the other day or something like, like uh, I killed it on the golf course today. Love these new Nike gloves. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Did he really say that? Yeah. yeah. 
Why is such an idiot? Why? Why is he an idiot? He can't go to jail now. Yeah, I, I, he's such an idiot. Murderer. <laughs> I mean, he huh. did murder that year. He won hey, the Heisman. Chris, how do you feel about it? Did you know her or something? <laughs> is that why you, you don't know like... That wait, you know, he knew that waiter kid that also died. Did you? Was he a film guy? I was seven when it happened. How could I know any of them? R.I.P. Nicole. <laughs> Chris is in front of the TV like, I hope they get this guy. He's just eating like Cheerios. Like, Bring this bastard he's, down. He's got his Hot Wheels. <laughs> Freaking Johnny Cochran, all this BS. Listen, I tell Greg something like I love when I'm a kid and then he uses it against me. Like what? Hot Wheels. Oh, yeah, you're right. I did. <laughs> I never. I, I always Is that why I connected the two? Wait, what, right. was, what was the other car one? It was Hot Wheels and there was another one. <coughs> I have no idea because Greg's son like, is obsessed with trains, and I told him I was obsessed with Hot Wheels when I was younger. So. Uh, loves yeah. loves, loves no. trains. What's the other? It was Hot Wheels and then the small Micro Machines. Remember Micro Machines? No. no. Okay, remember in Home Alone when he puts all his little toys up and yeah, the steps were, on them? Those are Micro Machines. Right, they had the little, uh, like... Little holes in the things you yeah. screw them in. Yeah, those aren't really like cars. Those are no, like you a, would put that in the categories. Yeah, connects. But, th- but there was another one. There was Hot Wheels and like another, like another competitor that also made cars like of the same size. I can't think of what it was. But I never really played. I played with like airplanes. I would play like model, like the not even model. Like you go to like Kmart and they had like die cast, like metal, like World War II planes that were heavy. <laughs> and I used to play. I used to play. I used to play World War II Battlefield. Yeah, dude, I swear to God, it, he recreated Pearl Harbor in his in his floor, and it was still better than the movie. Um, if you look like my, my the the bedpost at my parents' house, those two beds, it's stamped like U.S. one, like it's official stamped like designation as like it was a, that he my grandfather found on like the side of the road, and that was my bed for my whole life until I moved out, and then not including college. It's so small. It's li- it's it's so tiny. I had a small bed. I don't think I ever had a gal in that bed either. That's so, so far, I'm about just over an inch into the cigar. That's an inch? I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, That's you what know she what said. <laughs> he was so, he was so excited. <laughs> he's, like, come on, come on, he's, like, he's like the feds. Like, hopefully he, he hits a home run or strikes like them like out. He's like Don Vito. <laughs> um, I'm, that's probably one of my worst things. I'm bad with, like, if somebody said, like, Hey, Nick, how, you know, how much do you think this weighs? And they give it to me. I'm like, I don't know, a pound? They're like, that's 30 pounds. I'm like, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I love how you reverted away from saying inches to pounds. So you would have to, so I was going to say, you should probably change your dating profile. But well, th- <laughs> see, things that I can measure myself, they have been measured, and I'm well acquainted with how our ruler works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I use a tape measure, right? Yeah, sure. And then I flick it back and it hurts. The, 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 <laughs> what do you think? The floppy ones that they do with the measurements for your Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, it flops down, so you got to, yeah. Uh, but I'm just, like, if someone's like, how far, like, you know, if I'm driving, like, how far do you think that car was away from you? I'm like, I don't know, 10 feet. Like, that car is, like, uh, 500 feet away. I'm like, I have no, I don't know how much it is, man. I don't know. Yeah, we're close to an inch. Yeah. An inch is your thumbnail, isn't it? It's supposed to be, like, your thumb? Yeah, it's past an inch. Wow. See? Talking all this kind of shit. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, so far, very, like, very, very good. Um, this is good. It's very creamy. Yep. I hate this. I'm going to say something. Uh, maybe go. I'll wait. 
Should I uh, wait? Yeah, wait. Okay. I'm going to wait. Okay. I have, a, I have something that John's going to be very mad at me for. Oh, boy. Good thing he's not watching live. Uh, he's, he's, he's watching us via he's, security cameras. He's texting me. Look, he texted me again. He gave me the thumbs, the, the, the okay. He's a big emoji guy. He is. He likes Huge emoji, emoji guy. I was, I'm, <laughs> I was talking to this girl that I met on a dating app the other day. And you talked in complete emojis. No, every, like oh, at the end great. of every thing she answered was like the laughing, crying emoji. I like got everything. And so she sent me something. It's like, oh, you know, how was your day? And like that thing, I'm like, do you just really use that for like every sentence? My friend died. <laughs> no, no, when, she, when she was like, wow, that was harsh. I'm like, but seriously, like, you're laughing and crying at every sentence. So that ended after two text messages. Yeah. <laughs> just fooling around with that nonsense. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Probably what? Young. She's probably young. She no, she was. Well, she was younger than me, but like, she was like twenty four, twenty five. I see how you roll. Okay. Kind of a creep there, aren't you, Chris? <laughs> how do you roll? Kind of. How uh, you, you? How old's your girlfriend? Twenty seven. That's way younger compared to you than this girl is to me. No, four years, and then yours is five. I'm twenty nine. She was twenty four. She's twenty seven. And how old are you? No, you're like I thought you were like 36. Damn, really? Well, no, that's what you get. Damn. Ouch. <laughs> uh, she's 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 27. When do you turn 32? Are we really gonna get to the nitty gritty of this, aren't we? Over a girl that you probably don't even know her birthday. I don't even know her name. Uh, exactly. <laughs> laughing, days. laughing, crying. No, face. I was I was actually just curious when his birthday is because I didn't know. Um, we're gonna go to Palermo's, right? Do you want to go to Palermo's? Chris? When's your birthday? Is that is that all it takes? That that's your Honey big Baca? birthday thing? Okay, we'll take you to Palermo's then, bud. We, no. we can take you there tomorrow. You know, it's not like a big. It's down, the, it's down the street. We're not going back to Bill and Harry's for a while. <laughs> I love going Bill and Harry's. We can get it delivered. It's not the same. <laughs> so you had some uh, cigar related topics, or did we hit them all already? Well, we were talking about them, and then I got distracted by myself, as oh, okay. I usually do. Um, no, but you know the, the ratings—they're starting to come out. You know, or at least starting to get announced. Uh, cigar, excuse me, Cigar Journal just released. They had a weird one. I just wrote an article on it. They had their 2019 Cigar Trophy Awards, where they do uh, uh, best brands per country, best cigar per country. Right. Um, like I think Rocky Patel won a Lifetime Achievement Award. But all their cigars that won this year were like. For what? Not allowing the PCA to go through. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You know, it's it's a shame because the, the dude was pretty good, right? The, it I mean, was good. I appreciate. It. I appreciate your knowledge of it. Oh, the dude you. fights so hard, but then he's like, like he was on uh, he, he was on like CNN and like Fox News fighting for. It. Uh, it then was, it's like, dude, get your get your house in order with this with this. Yeah, shit, it's a political you know? thing. You gotta, you know, um, it's a political thing. But he, but the, the the cigars that were rated were all like a couple years old. Like the best DR one was. The Winston Churchill Late Hour, which is like two years old. The best Honduran one was the uh, Christian Aroa 20 years. That's like six years old or five years old. Yeah, why are they going so far back? There was not one new cigar in that. I don't know. Is this the first time them doing this? No, they've done it before. This is the first time I read about it. I don't know if they come out with a separate list later on. This is just what they, like a thing they did. But uh, Nicaragua, it was the My Father La Opulencia. Yeah, I saw that. Which was like, you know, two or three years ago. Right. That was another rant I went on, I think, with. Anthony was my father's got to they got to step up their marketing a little bit like they're, they're just making my father's someone made a good point about that what? by the way so I wanted to mention that to you and I was and I'm hoping the guy who made the comment is watching this 
he commented back about your uh, the my father comment you made in the roundup. Mm-hmm. He said he said he felt the same way about Fuente. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think of like how to no, phrase I know. this. I'm just messing with you. Well, here's at least the thing is that. The new opuses, and I'm not defending them because you're actually 100% right, and when you were saying somebody well, had a comment to say, I'm like, they're probably talking about Fuente because they do something similar. Sure. Um, but at least with the opuses, like, every single band is different. There's a different story behind it. Like, the La, like, the La Valencia, the judge, it's literally just, like, every, the, the blends are different, but I don't know, man. Like, just at the very least, do something like opus where, like, all right, this one comes in a crazier box or, like, a different band on it. Like you have, you should be marketing each cigar that come out this year. Like this is a completely different thing. It's spe- like the the Opus Twenty Year versus a regular Opus, different like dual bands on it, blue like fancy lacquered box. Like they're 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 they present each one different. The my father's all presented like here's this year's my father. Here it is, same kind of box, same count, same box count, gotcha. just a different secondary label. You know, but I definitely see where it's coming from. I mean. Even the Hemingway, the Don Carlos, and the like, the A five eights, they all even use similar bands, and those are two totally like three different blends. Right. So I see where he's coming from. You know, they're in that, uh, especially guys like Pepin. You know, they're in that Cuban mindset where, like, you know, well, cool. M- Monte Cristo has its label, and then if it's a special edition or whatever, they put it just a secondary label. But the Monte Cristo label is the same on each one. Yeah, but there's only like not including like really exclusive. Like only available in Spain or England, right. just like regular Monte Cristos you can get. There's only like six of them. The Cuban ones, right? Yeah, Cuban Cuban right. Monte Cristos, and like like the weird part is actually oh here's a topic we can talk about. Sure, which ties into this. I feel like Cuban cigars are different in that people like the differences here for cigars would be like different blends, so like like a different uh, like different brands within a different sub brands. Let me say that. So when you look at Monte Cristo, you look at the Monte Cristo new. Uh, White versus the Monte Cristo Nicaragua versus the Monte Cristo, right. the Monte by Monte Cristo. Whereas in Cuba, because I guess there's not as many sub brands, it's it's the size sizes are almost their own sub brand. Right, because I think they're just using straight Cuban tobacco. Yeah. They're not really bringing other there, tobaccos but, in but to have a story with it, though. Yeah, but you can still have a story. They, they they do that. Like a lot of the limited ones, they do have a story, and they're for such a small island, they do have a large variety of tobaccos. And the thing with Cuban tobacco is, and this goes into what I was saying, is that Amani number two does taste different than like Amani number four, even though it's probably the same blend of tobaccos in there. Right. But I feel like here your territories are like, oh, I like my father versus I like Fuente, or I like the regular my father versus Le Bijou, whereas there it's like, imagine us fighting, not fighting, but saying like, oh, I like the Coalition Toro, and I'm like, oh, I like the Robusto. You know, it's right. it's more, it's much more about the sizes there. Right than it is anything else. That's that, why I don't think there's so many sub-brands in Cuba. That's that's just my opinion. Because, like, if you think about it, the, I'm going to say American version, Monty, but really yeah. the D, DR, the DR one, they bring in Nicaraguan. I don't know if they've used Brazilian. They've used... They use everything. They, they use everything. Every every, type everything of, that's every, legal. Right. Yeah. So I think you can create something that, and it comes from, you know, it, you can create a story around there a little bit better and what you can do in Cuba, and I also think Cuba has that attitude of, well, it's Cuban. I think they have that attitude. I also think they have the the attitude of, uh, it's not, not even an attitude, it's just the reality of space, 
limited workmanship. Like they just can't, they can't be pumping out brands like that. That's why, right. like when they do release limited editions, they're in very small numbers, right. because they have not been able to really keep pace with their popularity for a long time. Right. You know, Steve, one of the guys who works here, went to Cuba just two years ago on a tour, and the, the factories are beautiful. They have these grand staircases and everything, but they haven't updated them in years. Like, they haven't made them bigger. Right. You're talking about making cigars the quantity of Altadis USA. I've been to the Altadis factory in the DR, Tabacalera de Garcia. It's a city. It's a city. It's huge. Cubans are producing millions, maybe even tens, I, I, I want to say maybe even 100 million cigars a year come out of Cuba. And these places are, they're like Nica Sueño, like, e- maybe, maybe even smaller. I, I, they're just tiny. They, but they if they're making the money, to, I guess that's... that's. But that's why you, you have construction issues and quality sure. control issues. You know, people are all excited. The cigar industry is thrilled with when the embargo gets lifted. Oh, it's going to be a... Regular cigar smokers, maybe even if they never had a Cuban before... When they smoke one, they're going to be like, this is really good, but like, you know, I spent $200 on this box and six of them didn't burn right. Where if you buy a box of these, whatever these will be from Crown Heads, if one doesn't burn right, you're like, something's up, something happened. Right. Like the consistency with, with cigars coming into the U.S. is just leaps and bounds better than what's coming out of Cuba. Right. And that's the, that's the big issue. So I think it, when the embargo gets lifted, Cuba needs to get, listen, you want to make money off your product and you want to have them compete in this market your name is going to last about a year. Right. It's going to last about a year. And then the golfers and the doctors who think it's cool and, and vogue to smoke the Cubans, like, oh, all right, well, I got it out of my system. I'm done. Yep. And then the regular cigar smokers who should make up a significant portion of your sales, they're like, no, I'm not spending all that money for something that's going to, you know, 20% chance is going to burn like crap. Right. So I think they need to bring in a private industry guy. Just bring in somebody and be like, hey, listen, get us up or and running. Man. Like, what do we need? Yeah, get, get salt. Salt. The, the salt downstairs. Oh, I, I thought salt, like... Well, you can get it, salt, too. Engli- English salt. Yeah. We're going to do it for you guys. <laughs> You're great. What do you think? Are we allowed to pr- try to predict the blend? Or do we I mean, I guess. Like, he's not going to come out of the, the, the vent and shoot you. Well, he's not going to tell us either. John? John? Is that you? Is that the leak? Is that him? Like, the... What is it? It's like the Terminator, Terminator. too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What was it? What was that? Uh, the T-1000, advanced yes. prototype. Yeah. He's still leaking. <laughs> Get out now. Oh, come on. Oh, there God it is. damn it, man. That was a good one. Jesus. I just wish you were at the mic on that one. People are going to be like in the back room. I don't know what the, I, I would guess the blend. This is tough, actually. I have a guess. Give me your guess. I think it's all Nicaraguan. If I had to guess. I could see that. The wrapper is throwing me off. Because it has qualities of a broadleaf, it has qualities of a San Andreas, and it has qualities of like an Ecuadorian Sumatra. And I, I don't even want to go and call it Maduro and, and then like not because like there are wrappers that are darker like that that aren't necessarily Maduro. Right. But I don't know, man. He's got me stumped. It, ha- it has a lot of qualities of various. You know why it, that I'm calling that? Because I was very stumped on the 175th that it was all Nicaraguan. And that was a Sumatra. Nicaragua. Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper on that. That's Nicaraguan. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, was that it? was all Nicaraguan. Did yeah. you not say the wrapper on that? On the um, what was the wrapper on the one seventy fifth? Nicaraguan. Just, just, but yeah. it didn't say yeah. a seed. It just said Nicaraguan. I, the, from what I know, is just all Nicaraguan. But you can, me. you can, Chris, can we look it. at that, please? Yeah. The wrapper on the Upman one seventy fifth. 
I think that was all Nicaragua. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but that, that was a dark, rich wrapper right, for, for just coming out of Nicaragua. Right. I mean, they do, like the Padron Maduros are Nicaraguan. Right. Yeah, you know what? Padron is funny in that they don't give you any, like, they are the opposite of Steve Saka. Steve Saka gives you, he'll let you know what aisle of which farm that rapper came from. Padron just says it's Nicaraguan. <laughs> well, he takes pride in that. Yeah, well, he's, he's a technical guy. Right. The technician. It was funny. He was going on something like, he goes on like these fake rants with like, somebody was talking shit on like some Facebook forum and right. he was like pretending to go after him. He's, he's funny. He really is. Um, I don't, man, I, I don't know. I, I will say I'm stumped on this. Um, I almost want to say it's got some Dominican in there just because of how sm- the, the smooth, nutty center of it. I, gotcha. uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there was yeah. some Dominican in there or just very aged Nicaraguan. Right. Um, the wrapper, I'm putting three in the ring. I'm going either a form of broadleaf, I'm going San Andreas, or I'm going Ecuadorian Sumatra. Cigar, uh, H. Upman wants something like this, a Nicaraguan Puro. It doesn't, it doesn't say what, what kind of wrapper on it, though? No. Are you looking on our site? Yeah, if you can just, just just do me a quick favor, because I don't know, they didn't review it yet, but if you can look on either a Half Wheel or a Cigar Aficionado, because they usually get it direct from the manufacturer as well, and they usually go a little more in-depth about it. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if our website says that, that it's probably, that's it. What? <laughs> no, because they, no, they have... I know how have you were wording it is proper. It's just, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> Let's that's what it. we were working on the other day. No, I know. That's, that's, it's going to, dude, life-changing. Life-changing changes, I'm, I'm, JR. I can't wait. I've been... I was getting so excited that Guillermo was like, all right, well, we, we can talk about that like another time. He's like, we should do this first. I'm like, I know, but I'm just like so excited because we should have been doing this. He for... got a full dose of you. Oh, yeah. In, yeah. in a, all day. Like, uh, we didn't uh, leave. Uh, uh, I'm shocked we, he's still talking. That was supposed to be just a half-hour meeting. I know. And then I'm like, I'm like, he's like, oh, we want to do this, this. I'm like, why don't we just do it now? And that's how you get shit done. Uh, well, yeah, I'm not saying course. like, oh, uh, Nick's oh. getting... Medio tiempo? Yeah. That's um, the top of the leaf. Right? Top of the leaf uh, above Lajaro. How'd you know that? I know my stuff. There you go. You're learning. Um, that's considered above, like, along with the Lajaro because it gets the most sunlight. Those nutrients are that they usually come out. They're usually good right. for wrapper tobacco because they come out a little more flawless. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going with. You're going th- to think medio tiempo? Oh, I don't, no, I'm not going to go that far. I'm not that, I'm not that good. Well, how would you compare this to the new Upman? I gotta say, this is baller, dude. This is really good. Okay. It's it's. I know, I it's not battling with it. Let's just put it that way. All right. Well, I'm gonna say my controversial statement now. You're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Here we go. We should get music. Da, 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 da. From what I've smoked in this so far, I think this is better than the Coalition. Wow. I don't think that's. I think that's a good thing. I think because this is if better. this this is all Crown Heads exclusive, I'd say that's better. Well, I got a little spice on the spice in there now. It's I've just, been getting spice since the beginning. I've been getting it in ebbs and flows a little bit more on, on that puff right there, but definitely like it's creamy butter, man. I, I, I'm also getting like dark chocolate too. I got that, I got a little more like like a bitter yeah like a bitter dark chocolate right. now, but now it, I'm not even gonna say milk chocolate. It's like milk. And nuts. It's like almost like an almond milk, but not like sweet. It's like a Hershey almond bar, dark okay. chocolate with almonds. And then somebody just like put like a little red pepper on top. Yes, like, yeah, mm-hmm. like they they just sprinkled. Yes, yeah, like salt bay. Just a little bit like that. Yeah. 
but this is really good. I mean, the, I did ash it, but the ash held up well. The burn, look at that even, nice even burn on yeah, it. Yeah, very nice. No, of course, this can also go the other way. Like I said, sometimes you know a tester product is not up to par yet because it's not ready. Now, sometimes, and companies used to pull this shit back in the day at... John, are you pulling this? No, John wouldn't oh, pull okay. this shit. Not, not for, he wouldn't do it for me. He would, know, he, you know, but no, but they would pull this at IBCPR and everything. Is like they would make their cigar. They'd make like a batch. Right. And they would like, and they would age it for like a year. And then they would give it out at the trade show. Like, oh, here's where we're coming out. And then like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's so good. And then after like a certain amount of people bought it, then they would go and make the cigar. And they would age it for like six weeks and then send it out. So it was almost like a bait and switch. Like, oh, the one you got nah, was aged for like that. a year, but the one that you're, right. that we're, you're making a sell now has been aged for like four weeks. Right. So, I mean, I don't think companies really do that anymore. There's too much scrutiny, but that's how a lot of, a lot of like shady companies would do it back in the day. Right. I don't think this is broadleaf. The more I smoke it, I don't think so either. It's not, I will say, it's not bold enough. Right. It's not rich enough to be broadleaf. And I, I actually like San Andreas better than broadleaf. It might be San Andreas. I know you do. I do. Um, it also might be Nicaragua, but I'm, I, I don't know. If I had to put money on it, I think I would go Ecuadorian Sumatra. Okay. Like a dark, or, or yeah, some, some form of dark Ecuadorian wrapper. Um, I think it's too dark to be a Corojo, unless they're doing like, so uh, Aganorsa this year released three cigars with their new signature tobacco on it. It's like a shade-grown Corojo Maduro tobacco that they grow. Like they, they invented it themselves. They were working on it for like years. Um, this, this is a banger. This is a banger, This dude. is good, man. This is good. What are you laughing about? Get to the mic. You get you roll yourself over there. This is a banger. That's what she said. You'd be a weird DJ. <laughs> You'd be like a Secret re- Chris on the mix. What about what I said makes you think you don't have a good voice? <laughs> it has nothing to do with your voice. I just think you're a weird guy. <laughs> what would you say? Like when you put on like the hottest song, what would your go-to saying be, Chris? Give me something good. Come on. Here's Africa by Toto. <laughs> no, he's got something good. It's gonna be so awkward. I can't wait. No, you have something. All right, you think about it, and you come back to me. <laughs> oh, I want to know what it is so bad. And so to say, he keeps texting me. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I mean, I know I had a couple cigars today, but this is. I'm starting to feel the strength. This is definitely, a, I feel like, a, a fuller... retrohale there went, went wrong. Yeah, well, it happens. One in ten of my retrohales end up not good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh, it. That was the one. That was it. Just got to get a swig of water. Uh, uh, give me your coffee. Jeez. Oh, well, because I want to cleanse it, because now my mouth tastes all like smoke. I know. So. No, that was a... Uh. <laughs> As my, my grandfather, when he would clean his throat, Rear! <clears throat> and then my grandpa, what's wrong? He's like, oh, I got the acid redux. I can't. It's coming up in my throat. It's all that red sauce. Oh, gravy. So, what do you think of box presses? I hate them, but like, I love, like, some of my favorite cigars are a box press. But I just wish they didn't make them like that. I just love the feeling of a good Toro-sized Parejo, just rounded cigar. I just don't like how a, how a box press feels. Why? I just don't. It just feels awkward to me. <laughs> I was seriously. Yeah, I, 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 no, I, 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 was, I was answering you seriously. 
We're cool here, secret. We're we're incompatico. Um, it just feels like you're like you know the, the you you feel a rounded cigar. You can roll it between like this. Just feels like a you know. I don't know, but then again, like so many of my favorite cigars, Tatawahe, Padron, you know, they're all box presses. Um, that's why I got super goddamn excited when they released the Padron released the ninety eighth because it was their first like Parejo. Oh. Such an asshole. I couldn't hit the high. <laughs> trying to do the uh, trumpet, the, the trumpet, yeah. yeah. And I, my voice was like, "You're not going any higher than this." No, you only had puberty what thirty years ago. Uh, I think five years ago. Oh, yeah. How old's your son? H.W. Uh, <laughs> two and a half. This is my partner and son. Does, H.W. Does, does H-W everybody works. know that? Um. Oh. You told me that was like, that was like one of the first things you ever told me about yourself. Like when we met, How, I'm so proud as yeah. a father that I was able to make this happen. I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, my name is Greg. I'm like, oh, so tell me about, oh yeah, I got two kids. My son's name is HW. Let me tell you why. I didn't have the second one yet, but and yes. I, oh yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, she was pregnant with him. Yeah. With her. Yep. With uh. With it. No. Uh, and on. She is named after the author. Yep. Of To Kill a Mockingbird. Yep. And her name is Joyce. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, named my son Heath William. William is uh, my dad's name. Mm-hmm. And I and always... Heath after the Heath bar. No. It's not even that good of a candy. It's, oh, got, it's the worst. It's terrible. It's the worst. We got that candy for his first birthday, and we had it out, and I tried it, and I literally just spit it out. I'm like, Heath, how terrible are you? <laughs> um the ball. That is awesome ball. Yeah. I like Heath. So very few famous Heaths. Right. So I, I'm a huge fan of Heath Ledger, obviously from jo- um, Dark Knight. Joker. And who, who, name another famous Heath. I don't know. That's it. Uh, Heath. <laughs> um, no, that's the football. His last name's no Heath Miller. Yes. Uh, Pittsburgh, right? Yep. Wasn't Heathcliff like a cartoon cat? I think so. Yeah. There you go. Got a couple. Did you really name your daughter after the author? Of no. The, uh, well, so, and that's her name, but it's not like you didn't name it after her. Isn't that her? Yeah. Right. It's Harper. Yeah, Harper. Harper yeah. Lee wrote. My friend makes fun of me because I hate the Phillies, and uh, he calls her 34 after Bryce Harper, and I get so mad. Um, He's going to have a really fun playoff. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the Mets had were four games better than the Phillies this year. But uh, oh, speaking of your Mets. Yeah. Well, they just fired their coach. I know. That's what I was going to talk Praise about. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so uh, there will be blood. Daniel Day called his son. H.W. And I was like, I would love to name my kid H.W. So I'm like thinking of all the H names. And I was like, Heath. And then I'm like, W. I was like, William, because my dad's name. I went to my wife. I was like, I want to have this name. She's like, I actually really enjoy it. She's a labor and delivery nurse. She's, there's n- no Heaths. Yeah. So she was all about it. But do you, so, like, what do you call him like around the house? Bub. Like when he gets older, what are you going to call him? Heath. Yeah. You're not going to call him H.W.? No. Can you? I could. You should. I kind of sure. had a little bit of an agreement with my wife that I wouldn't be calling him that because of the movie. But like that's the reason you named him that. Like she knows that, right? Yeah, but I had an agreement with that <laughs> after the birth certificate was signed. Like by the way, this is after a <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis movie. Yeah, there's and and fine print. Greg is not allowed to use H W in front of him. I do it behind his back. That was like one of the last years of like just great movies that were like. Wasn't some independent that political got, BS that, got, that, that got was just like, oh, yeah. yes. That, was no that, Country for All Men. No Country for All Men was that, that same year. That was the best year. 
That was such a good, like, now it's what was old. that, 07? That was a while ago. I want to say 06, 07. I was in high school. I was in college. 2009. 2009? Really? I was in college? One of you guys told me that, yeah. But I think it's just, I can't stand it now. I don't I don't even care. I don't watch it. We can go through a big, long road of ripping. Well, I mean, it's similar to the political BS of the, you know, because, like, there's the flip side of the, of the, the top 25s for cigars. It's like, I don't want you to just name Romacraft, you know, best cigar of the year this year just because, like, they're popular on Instagram right. and, you know, and they have some, some good blends out there. You know, I, I think they're deserving of a high award. I think, like, guys like Steve Saka. But don't, don't just do it now because it's trendy. Right. I want there to be a fair judgment. But like I said, you can't compare. It would be like this. No Country Romain comes out, and you're like, yeah, but is it better than Ben-Hur? Ben-Hur is still out there. It's still, like, a movie you can watch. It's not Never like it's gone. It. You never saw Ben Hur? No, not the new one, the old one. It was no. Charlton Heston. It was the most yeah. American guy ever playing the leader. Most American guy playing, yeah, you because know, he's super American, and uh, he played two of the most famous Jewish people in history. Uh, he played Judah Ben Hur, and he played Moses. No idea. You never saw Ten Commandments? No. Oh, it comes on every Sunday on ABC during Absolutely Easter time. Not. Oh, it's dude, it's good. I'm sure it's good. I just it's, it was one of those traditional epic movies. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, ben Hur is real. Like it's a cool story. He gets betrayed, and then he becomes like a like a rower on a boat, and then there's a battle, and then he saves his captain's life. He becomes like a champion charioteer, and then gets in like this brutal chariot chariot race. So like with Braveheart. The guy. I actually think it's, it's better. Braveheart, I love, but like it wasn't a, it wasn't great. It was okay. I, I would. You know what? I I love it though. I do. Love I was scrolling through Netflix that I would really wanted to watch, but I had no time to, to like finish it because I just wanted to go to bed. Was uh, Gangs of New York. Not like, one of his best, but a very good movie. I just the movie overall. The movie was very good overall. Yeah. 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 Daniel Day Lewis does a good 1860s New York accent. He's 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 unbelievable. I think he retired again. Yeah. I, yeah. He retired after uh, Lincoln, right? No, they did it. He did it one last. Wasn't he like a he was like a famous fashion designer, some Italian fashion designer in a movie last year? I think so. Yeah, no, but he he, he retired, retired again. He retired, and then Martin Scorsese made him come back to do Gangs of New York. And do you know he, like, trained with, like, top New York City, like, meat cutters? I believe it. And, like, would only wear, like, those he's clothes? Not, he's, oh, he's, yeah, he's, 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 he's on point when he does his stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, he, is he nuts, or is he just, like... I don't think he's He's super committed. But I think he's... Yeah, I think... I think he's just that good. Honestly. Agreed. He doesn't hop on every movie. Like, he, like he's only right. on 19 films, I think. Right. It was funny. Um... Kind of like it Tar- was. It's like Tarantino. It's like yeah. weird. I feel like he has so many more movies, but he really like out of his career. What nine? Ten? He has. Let's see. There was one he did. I think it was called like True Romance or something that he, he did. Just, he wrote that. Yeah, he wrote that. You're strictly talking about directing. Directing, he did. He's only done nine. Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, um, Jackie Brown, uh, Kill Bill One, Kill Bill Two. Um, did he do those weird ones with Kurt Russell with like the? the, 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 the Death Proof, so that's six. Dust of the Dawn was, wasn't him, right? He Dust of the Dawn was him. He acted in it. No, he, he acted, acted in it. So, directed, so he's right. at six. He did Django. He did Hateful Eight. And Glorious Bastards. And Glorious Bastards, and he's at nine. Yeah. And no, at ten. Ten with the new one. With the new one. Maybe he didn't... Did he direct... He directed Jackie Brown, right? Yeah, everything yeah. you named, he directed. So I thought, I thought he was going to stop making it movies at his tenth, but he's doing one more after this. He said he's oh, doing another one. Sure. He wants to do a Radar Star Trek movie. That'd be, oh, that'd be insane. That'd be weird. Yeah, that would be weird. Actually. It would, it would, it would probably be great, but it would be like that new Joker movie that came out, where it's like, it's like the same characters, but like almost a different genre of movie. No, no lens flares. Yeah. I thought oh, it was everything that we want, though, right? Like we want more rated R superhero 
Agreed. That's why The Boys on Prime is so good. The Boys was really good. My roommate loved it. It's a good, good show. Yeah. He, he was, I like Carl Urban. I feel like Carl Urban gets screwed a lot by being put in like weird roles in shitty movies. He was like a third background character in Lord of the Rings. Um, he was like a kind of a background character in Thor Ragnarok. But, Are you uh, talking about the... Uh, the main guy. The main the British guy? Yeah. Right. yeah. The detective guy. Or he says so. Yeah. But he, yeah, he's... He, but he was ending. What? Don't, don't, don't spoil it. I know. It. I haven't seen it yet. Dude, even, even it? the end oh, of the first God. episode when the mayor is flying home and then you just see... What, yeah. what was it? Captain America, whatever his right. freaking name was out there. It was good. There was yeah, a lot of good. dirty stuff in that movie, uh, too. Very, it, the whole thing was... It was up there. <laughs> uh, Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's son in it, too? Yes. Yep. He's good, too. I, that was the first Hollywood scandal that I ever knew about. Because my mom was really pissed. a scandal? Yeah. When Meg, <laughs> Meg Ryan was married to Dennis Quaid. Right. And then she filmed some, like, crappy hostage movie where, like, her son was kidnapped in Columbia or something with Russell Crowe. And then there was, like, a bit, like, he had an affair. And it was a big thing. She, uh, Dennis Quaid, like, they got divorced. It was like, the first scandal that like, I remember. Because my mom is, like... She wasn't she's not into that stuff, but when it happens, she like would never watch another Russell Crowe movie ever ever again. Yeah, my mom was like that too. Yeah, my mom will not watch any movie with Brad Pitt because of what happened to Angelina. What happened with um Jennifer Aniston like fifteen years ago. I think it's a woman thing. Alright, okay. Because my mom also believes in news. <laughs> it's nothing to do with what I believe. It, like, <laughs> it, it's, it's like my mom won't go to Burger King because Burger King once ran an attack ad on McDonald's. And McDonald's like supports like the Special Olympics, and Burger King like didn't like didn't do like didn't, and so she thought it was shitty. Now I see that. where you come from. Yeah, <laughs> we're very staunch in our opinions. Yeah, I see that we're Italian. That's what happens. Uh, yeah. I, I, I hear you, Hungarians. You're passionate about paprika, mm-hmm. potatoes. potatoes. I don't care much about potatoes. See, even that, <laughs> even that, you're like wishy washy about French fries. Delicious. Goddamn French. Um, what do you uh, what do you think about scoring this? Or are you not there yet? I'm now getting the chocolatey taste that you were having before. So now I believe that it's not definitely not all Nicaraguan. Now I'm getting that nice chocolate. This is it's the this wrapper. Is, this it's is the wrapper's throwing me off. This is it's good. really really good. I have a question because I'm a newbie. Why is chocolate? It's not that it doesn't necessarily correlate. You, you got to remember, you get seventy percent of your flavor comes from the wrapper, and so darker Maduro wrappers that are fermented in a certain way. Don't forget, Maduro means ripe. It means ready. It means it's fermented in a different way than just a shade grown or whatever. But there's actually something that I'm trying to get Nick Melillo on the podcast. Maybe the next two weeks, two or three oh, weeks. Fantastic. I wanted him to explain the true meaning behind Maduro because I feel like people, even like me, there's like a very generic terminology to it. Um, but like the way he was using it for explaining, let's say, the new High Clear Castle Victorian, so he was calling that wrapper a Maduro, but your average cigar smoker wouldn't because it's just an Ecuadorian Habano. But I think to him, it connotates more of like darker, not necessarily richer, but like just a, any kind of darker wrapper. I think he uses it more as a color right. than necessarily a, a seed or a process. Um, but Nicaraguan wrappers are generally more Corojo or Criollo or Rosado, where they're more spicy. Right. Um, it's usually something that's fermented in, in a Maduro fashion, such as a Mexican San Andreas or a Connecticut Broadleaf that really gives you those kind of darker, sugary tastes. I also think the soil in Nicaragua is more spice, is spicier than... Depending on where it's from. Where it's from, right. But Yalapa, that, that new... like It's on the new Night Watch. 
the Aganorsa wrap that I was that I was talking about before. That's a Nicaraguan shade grown Corojo Maduro, and it has a, it's very dark and it has those rich chocolatey okay so maybe connotations that might be to right, it. But um, from my past experiences, I don't. Oh think yeah, it well, generally more. when you think of you know Honduras is earth and leathery. Dominican is smooth, creamy, and nutty, and Nicaraguan is spicy and zesty, but there's variations on that. I mean, look at the Opus X. What's spicy in that cigar? That's can you, all Dominican. Can you ask him the blend? Is he going to tell you? Uh, he'll probably, he might tell me, but I, I probably won't be able to uh, put well, it. Well, that's fine. Well, then when he says it, and they were like, yeah, we got it. Then we kind of just told everybody right. what it was. Right. Hold on. You keep talking. Talk, about, uh, about, talk about, about fantasy. So, I don't want to talk about fantasy. Well, I need to ask you a question. You want to know why I don't want to talk about fantasy? Is my first round and second round picks are hurt. So that's why I don't want to talk about that. But I did have the uh, Las Calaveras 2018. Uh, 2018? Yep, yeah, yesterday. The that one that John John gave. Uh, so not the red one. The one the, the, the green, green one. one. Yep. What would you think? It was really good. It was really have you good. had the red one? The This year's. Yeah. Yeah. What would you compare? Um, definitely both. Totally different. You get to pick one for the right to smoke the rest of your life. Uh, I'll take the... Uh, I have to have the 18 again. I, I like the 18, but honestly, it's close because you got to think that eight, that 18 was probably aging for yeah. a good solid year. But the 19 was the closest he's made that brought back that like that first one, dude. As close to as close good. to a perfect cigar as you can get. Yeah, it was good. I haven't. I, I think the last time I had it was probably like three, four months ago when I wasn't. I was taking it serious, but not as serious as I am now. You're smoking a lot now. You probably yeah. smoke more cigars almost as you smoke almost as much. Yeah, as I did. Sin Compromiso, uh, my nice anniversary night. I saw that. That was. You got to smoke. You're gonna love the Tricky Traga. Like, I know. Gonna, you're gonna I know. I was it. thinking about bringing it, but then I was like, I'll bring my go-tos. It's it's really. And then I gave you something nice, Chris. What did I give you when we were we were doing something and we smoked a cigar last week? What did you smoke? You had a Crown Heads, too, didn't you? How was last week? The podcast? Yeah. Podcast is great. Good. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. You had a, you we had a we crown were, heads. Yeah. We were, we were sitting. No, I had a, I had a Tricky Traka. All right. Well, I have no idea what the hell I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, because you didn't even listen to the episode. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, when we were sitting up here, we were, we, were go, we were making the plans for the commercials and stuff. And we were doing... Oh, I gave you something good, too. can't remember what it was. But I spoke another Tricky Traka then, as well. I was, uh, I was dude, it was, it's really fun. How many are left? Oh, listen, like I said, I, had, I did a review, and then two more out of there, and then I did one of my own. I so. don't care. As long as there's one. Oh, I need, I need some cigars today, by the way. Oh, yeah? Why? Where are you going? Because I have the wedding this weekend, so I'm bringing the wedding pack. Okay. For, like, five people, but then, like, there's going to be, like, a bunch of older guys there. Like, I'm not going to give them my good stuff. So. No. So I'm not going to give our good stuff. No, either. I'm going I'm to raid the, uh, the average. The average shelf? The average shelf. <laughs> like, yeah, this is good. Um, oh, come on, just tell me. I need to know. I need to. I, I, need won't, I, I, I won't say it out loud, but like, I need to know the rapper on this because it's bothering me. Because you see, I do good when we do the testings, the, the blindfold. Yeah. But I can also imagine John pulling some sneaky shit. Well, of course. You know? He's definitely not going to tell you. He's got to tell me now. He's not going to tell you. Well, I told him, like, I'll tell you my rating of it if you tell me what the rapper is. Perfect. That's how you get him. So, what's your fantasy question? Oh. No, uh, this, is a, this is a gal. Uh, you can tell because you can tell just because it's his phone number. I know, I know. <laughs> Dude, you'd be surprised. I could be talking to three different phone numbers at one time and know who who each one is. That's good. Good for you. Um, so I benched Stefan Diggs last week. Yes, yeah, that's not good. What's happening in Minnesota right now? And he got 15 points last week, but Thielen got like nothing. Right. 
So I put him back in this week because this is, this is my theory, and I talked to Chris about it, and he says you have a similar theory. First of all, they're playing the Giants this week. And as much as I love the Giants, they're doing good right now. Yeah. Their defense is not great. They they, their defense looked back. great against the Redskins, but it was right. basically like... And the Redskins didn't have their best wide receiver yeah, either. If me and you were playing the Redskins you know last that, week... Right, Chris? Dude, the Mc, sacks McLaren. they got, when they sacked uh, Hastings or Hastings, like, those weren't like... <laughs> What's Hastings from? What's Haskins. Hastings from, though? Hastings is from something. What's Hastings from? Okay, go ahead. If... Like, those weren't, like, great defensive sacks. That guy had so much time and then just got sacked because he didn't throw the ball. This wasn't like they rushed him, got through the, got through the defensive line, and, like, got him. He was waiting, and they just sacked Yeah, but twice. the Redskins also left tackle is not playing because he wants a new contract, and they're treating him like crap. But anyway, the, the, the Giants' defense anyway. is, at best, average. At, at the very, the very best, best. average. Agreed. So Minnesota's playing them, and Cousins got a lot of flack. Minnesota, as a total, got a lot of flack this week for – a, Kirk Cousins missing a lot of opportunities, and also like you have the two best wide receivers while you're just running the ball all the time. Like it's such a it's such a one dimensional kind of game. Right. So I'm thinking that this year they're gonna be like, all right, open it up. Because don't forget, Cousins can play well. He did. He was their quarterback last year, and both Thielen and Diggs had amazing years last year. So if you if you let him throw, he'll throw, and he can throw well. So, so I, I'm thinking that during the Giants, like, like, all right, we're getting a lot of flack from our own wide receivers. Let's give them the ball a little bit this week. So I think the best quarterback, if you need a quarterback for this week, is Kirk Cousins. He's projected 15 points. I think that's, that's bull. Uh, I think they are going to throw the ball, but what you need to be aware of is that Stefan Diggs requested for a trade today. So who knows if, one, he's going to play. They're, they're going to do some Fugazi injury like Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey down in Jacksonville because they're mm-hmm. saying they have a back injury and they don't even know if he's actually hurt or they're going to trade him. Um, or he's going to do like a uh, Kawhi Leonard and fake that he's hurt and not just play. So you have to pay attention to see if Diggs is actually going to play or not. All right, well, I mean, I have I have a But standard. being that he's requesting a trade is now going to piss a lot of people off in that locker room. That's so. the third person this year that's, that's doing that. They're getting too much power, these guys. But he, I, but he has I, a contract. But I see where he's coming from. It's like, dude, like it, it, it doesn't have to be an egotistical thing. Like, I'm one of the best wide receivers, and you're he only has like eight touches this year, and not because he's missing them. They're just not throwing to him. Well, yeah, it's because you know? they have a new offensive coordinator, and uh, I don't think they believe in Kirk Cousins. But he did it last year. He did very well with them last year. So, like, why are you not believing in him? <laughs> he did it already. Because he did have some terrible mistakes in the playoffs. Mm. So did Peyton Manning. <laughs> but Peyton Manning has two Super Bowls and better numbers. Yeah, I'm not going to count that last one. Yeah. Because, like, he didn't do a what lot in that game. What are you talking about? He did not do I, well, I watched that, and I'm a huge Peyton Manning fan. He didn't do okay, a lot. Okay, so then you should say, um, who was the Ravens quarterback when they won? Flacco. No. Dilfer. Oh, you're talking about back in I'm 2000? I'm talking way back, yeah. Because yeah. when they won last time, it was Yeah, when they destroyed the Giants. Think of it this way. If you're going to make a quarterback the MVP of the Super Bowl, it's got to be an Eli Manning 2008 kind of performance. Right. Where he's just like doing ridiculous play and he's throwing. Yeah, if your guys have it, you know, with 13 for 18 with like one touchdown and like 210 yards, that's not a Super Bowl MVP worthy performance. I understand. He didn't even win the MVP that year. I'm just, just saying. So I wouldn't take it away. I wouldn't. Yeah, I would. And that's and that's great. But I'm saying in that Super Bowl, like the, he didn't he didn't carry that team to victory that day, which is fine. Yeah, but that would happen when you have a historical defense. Playing. Yeah, they were. 
my, my thing is I, is I do, and this is something I'll also ask Chris, is I have both wide receivers from Denver because they're both doing pretty good this year. I have Sanders and Sutton. Sanders on my bench, Sutton's playing this week. Is it, if, let's say I, I decided, let's say like they thought, oh, we're not going to play Stephon Diggs this week because he's being a bitch or he's faking an injury. Is it weird having two wide receivers from the same team? Depends who the team. Who they play. Denver is playing the Chargers. Ooh. I'd go Sanders. Over Sutton? Yes. Because Sutton has better numbers this year so far. Uh, yeah, but Sanders is in the slot, and I think uh, the DBs on the Chargers are better, and being that they're in the slot, and also that um, usually when you play better defenses, slots, and catching uh, running backs have better games because, one, they're either behind or that their outside wide receivers are covered. So that they got to dink and dunk. That's what happened. Cause you what had, do you think about that analysis there, Chris? That was good. You like that, Chris? Well, it makes sense because look what Chris. happened when... Uh, like over there. Uh, look what happened in my, for my... Hold uh, on, let me check my... Uh, no. No, honey. Look what happened to my Browns this week. Beckham got nothing. But the other, the other wide Landry. receiver, Landry, got right. like 26 who points. Did they, who did they play? The Ravens. Ravens. Their defense is good. Yeah. Landry plays in the slot. So does the Chargers have a similar defense to the Ravens? Uh, not as good, but they're... They're above-average defense. All right. So you think I should bench Diggs and put in Sanders? Yes, but you have to also understand that Sutton's a big play wide receiver, so there is a possibility. Well, I'm, I'm, a, I, low, I a low – got to look at averages. Sutton's already in. So I, oh, I, so you're so putting both. I would put both of them in yeah. and take out Diggs. Just make this come out of it thinking that Sutton might not have a good game. But you also got to think about it this way. If you had Landry and Beckham and started both of them, Landry basically made enough points for Beckham and well, Landry. The reason I won last right. week is because, you know, two, my uh, Woods for the Chargers got like 28 points. And then uh, I have Nick Chubb, and he got enough points that basically, like, it was like him and Beckham got getting 20 point games. I had a historical week last week. Dude, I, I had a come from behind victory last week. Well, I was getting I had, my ass kicked. I had and about 200 points. I had four guys who got under 10 points. No, five, four guys who got under 10 points. But then I had Chubb, and I had um, Woods got like 29, and then I had somebody else get like 26. I had about 200 points. I know you did, which Crazy. is weird because the week before you got like 90. I know. Well, it's because I made good decisions. By the way, this wrapper is coming. on. Like, I was going to say, I'm it's like it on my fingers. all the oils and everything are getting on my hands. I was just going to say that. It's crazy. Mm. That's, that's how oily it is. Just got to get it on the pinky. <laughs> I thought it was John. What? You, you missed that? Yeah, sorry. I said I, I kind of got to get it on the pinky. <laughs> right? Come on, Nick. We're allowing you to say it. I don't want to say it. All right. I think this is the best ground heads. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is, one, this is one of the best ground okay, heads. This is Greg's top ten. <laughs> this one is number one, and the two through ten, sink <laughs> No, those, those aren't ground heads. <laughs> oh, you just mean in general? Yeah, in okay. General. No, no, number two is definitely number two is sink and Number three is definitely H up one seventy fifth. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. No, Tennessee Waltz number four. Yeah. <laughs> oh, number five. No, number five is tough for you. I got to get you on that one. Wednesday Maduro, too. The Wednesday Maduro, I don't think you, you smoked it yet. No. I'm going to get you on that. Where did you put the brimstone? It's because it's just it's too much for me. How about the regular Jacobs? I'd put a top ten. 
Well, for our, our I'd put it like at the high tens. Our December episode, like the entire episode, we'll just we'll do a twenty top twenty five. We'll go through each cigar that we pick, okay. and we'll, we can lay them all out here. We'll have Chris do a nice picture. Okay. Really right. quickly, I remember when you had the brimstone. Uh, oh, yeah, was, you were like dying. I was gone. I was in we another. Went back downstairs, and you came I was, to the bathroom. Your hat was on backwards. <laughs> I was a mess. I was. Dude, look how the construction has stayed yeah. like well past halfway. Point. It's already been ash too, and it's still and solid. Usually. Box presses aren't as well with construction, too, depends, right? Depends. Depends. Um, in terms of ash construction, not just overall construction. Right, right. Yeah, in terms of right, uh, I don't, yeah, ash sorry. production. No, no, that's okay. Because, um, like, Padrones, notoriously, like, some of the time, like, you don't get a long ash on a right. Padron. It's, just, it's weird. But sometimes you get a ridiculous ash on them, but, like, those tricky trockers I was smoking, each one gave me a long ash. Like, each one was solid. Um, I'm giving this 92.5. This is phenomenal. This is really good. This is really good. I also wouldn't be surprised if he pulled some either like, other sneaky shit and it's like, oh, it's like a Jericho Hill that's like been aging for five years. <laughs> but he said new. But it could be. On the it bag, could be, it says uh, no. You know, it could be a new, you know. That's, I want to know so bad. Yeah, I, I would give. Give me your score because you're tougher than me on the grading. I'm more of a cigar aficionado grader. You're more of a half wheel grader. <laughs> Silly uh, asshole. <laughs> got, got to get my sweatshirt. Uh, <laughs> um, Chris doesn't get it. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good cigar insider joke there. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go nine point two. Ninety point two? You mean? Well, or ninety two? Ninety two. What did you say? I said ninety two point five. Point five. Oh, I'm sorry. Ninety two. Yeah. Yeah, mo- mo- just just like most cigar ratings are out of like you can do it out of ten, but like they're mostly out of a hundred. I'm a, I'm a barstool junkie, so he does it out of a hundred too. No, he does it out of yeah. Uh, oh 10. yeah, he does. It is. I like when he's like questioning himself. He's like, seven point four. It's good slice. It's good slice. Good I bar st- slice. I stopped watching. Good slice. They got a little too much. They're, well, they're getting it's getting repetitive now, and yeah. also I haven't seen a nine in like a while. Yeah. Like I want to I want to like, look at these for the humor, but also like show me where to go to get nine. Bro. Right. And he, do they have a list somewhere? Like, yeah, like, they have an app. But like not an app, like, oh, where, you know, I, I want to see like a list. Like how halfway yeah. when you go to their review list, you can see in order of I'm sure of on the score. app you can. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I have the app, actually. One Bite, I think it's called. Have you ever like used it? <laughs> yeah. Not like use it to like find a pizza place. No. Hmm. You should. Probably. Uh, well. So we're getting towards the end here. This was this really, is, really good. Yeah. This was really good. John, you have our approval to send us a box of these. Yes. Send them up. I'm going to call him when I get off. I'm going to be like, yeah. you're, you're going to tell you me. You should this. call him right now. No, no. That would be great. Because you know, then he's going to, I don't know. You should call him. Call him in. Tell him what the rating is. I think that would be great. Put it on speaker and say no, you're on speaker. No, I'm, I'm not telling him the rating until he tells me the rapper. Uh, who cares? I do. Come on. He's not going to tell I'm not going to call him. I, I, he call was, him. I think he was talking to Cigar Coop today anyway. So no, he anyway. shouldn't be. He should be talking to us. Well, he's going to be talking to us. No. No, I'll, I'll text him. Oh, later. I'm you're not gonna so close. It. I'm not going to do it. You're like, you're like oh, indis- indecisive. Like, I don't want to call the girl yet. That's what you are right now. Look, you're even blushing a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> not because I'm drunk. <laughs> well, at least one of us are. Oh, God. All right, let's see. Let's see if he answers. Just put it right to the phone. Just tell him we're actually filming it. Put the speaker right next, right next to the, on the other side. You <laughs> Oh, that's his number. <laughs> Brett, uh, Brett, 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 Brett
<laughs> well, first of all, all right, you know what? Bleep it out, but that's yeah. totally John's. Who leaves their number? Like you say, like, hey, you've I reached know. John. You don't I, leave your number. You weird. It's a ni- 1985. You're leaving your phone number in your vo- <laughs> I know who I called. <laughs> I called my dad. He got a new iPhone. And I left. The, I, I'm, I'm calling him. It goes right to voicemail. I, I forget how it goes. It's like so awkward. It's like, leave a number. Bye. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, oh, okay. So she's just yelling. I'm, Beep. I'm like, did you not, like, were you not prepared? Remember that whole era of like when, when kids first started getting cell phones and they were like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, yeah me, ne- hate, me neither, bro. I hated that. And it's like, ha, fool jizz. Yeah, it's call me back. I hated that so much. Of course he did. I always had a funny voicemail until I got uh, when I when I got this job. I had to change it to like because mine before was like, "Hey, it's like you reached Nikio or like some stupid thing like, like Nick bro." Yeah, like like leave a leave a message if you can. If not, who gives a shit? Like I was just like <laughs> being all cool. But then like, I started getting like professional people calling me. And I'm like, I gotta change this. So guys, thank you for listening. I think it's time to wind down here. Um, enjoy your weekend. Don't forget use coupon code Long Ash. Have a good wedding. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna these podcasts. We're gonna do. We're gonna get them. We're gonna get yeah. them better. I like this, not having the band on the cigar doing this. Like, I do. I think we should do this more often. Like yeah, but sometimes people want to know what we think of like. Well, no, but yeah. like at the end he'll have the bands. So I guess we give him a list of like ten yeah. because that that yeah. we have to give him a list of like right. ten ones. I think we should do that. Yeah. Okay. I like this a lot. You on board? What do you think, Chris? I think that would be fun. And uh, hopefully, I'm trying to schedule it with him. We can have uh, Nick Melillo on the next few weeks because he'll be up. He'll be up in New Jersey, so I'm gonna try to pencil him in. Um, and then we're gonna work on maybe getting some Skype guests as well. Yeah, I gotta get back on that train. Yeah, choo choo, choo choo. But uh, if you guys, when you see the final release of this Crown Heads product, just know we reviewed it here first, and this is one of the best products to ever come out of that brand. Um, like I said, ninety two five for me, ninety two from Greg. Yep. A phenomenal smoke, and uh, we're probably I, I gonna wait, sit here, sit here, and finish this oh, yeah, bad boy forward. while we're done here. But uh, remember to use uh, coupon code Long Ash for twenty percent off your entire purchase. Some exclusions may apply, but hey, when don't they? Um, and enjoy your weekend. Thank you, Secret, for all your hard bye, work. Bye, Secret. <laughs>